Welcome to the Swoosh Life with Gumby and Nick, podcast where we talk about all things Nike, golf, and sneaker culture. Nike is such a passion of both of ours, and we hope we can bring that excitement and enthusiasm to you, the listeners. We hope you enjoy the show. Let's get right to it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Swoosh Life podcast with Nick and Gumby, episode 13. Nick, where you at? You over there? I am here. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. How are our listeners doing? Hopefully well. Um, it has been a great week. We had a great chat with uh, Mr. Matty Cusick uh, last week's episode. Saw big uh, growth on the Instagram channel from it. Some great uh, listeners hopping into the podcast which is great. We released the putter. Some good stories, man, last week. Yes, a lot of good, good stories. That, the that, good old uh, days. That's the session, the recording session was was quite fun for me to hear you guys go back and <laughs> forth like little schoolgirls giggling away. Um, uh. I think I had to bring you on, uh, back on track a couple of times, but we got through it. It was good. So we, That was a fun one. We're on episode 13. Uh, today's episode, we'll get into it in a little bit, but we're talking about the tiger effect, and that's going to be quite interesting. Obviously, we all have our own opinions of tiger, um, but we'll get into it a little bit. Otherwise, Nick, I heard that it snowed where you were today. Wow. What's what's the day today? April? It's April 20th. We are 20th? recording on 420. It, however just, you want. <laughs> Why? Why? Why, Illinois? Why? It's coming Why? for us. Uh, you guys are listening to this on Wednesday. Uh, it's coming for us today. So the Wednesday. Ugh. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But then it's supposed Luckily, to be like 68 this weekend. So Yeah, same with us. It's supposed to be back in the 60s quick. And we didn't get enough for it to you know accumulate. It's just no. enough to see it falling. Like, just stop. It still hurts your soul a little bit. It does. You just want it to be golf season. <laughs> yes. All of that. Um, I did play some golf yesterday, Monday night. Man, it was felt great to get back out there. Uh, and took the AM nineties for uh, a test drive. It was it was dry enough? And? It was a little bit. But I have learned to size up in the Air Maxes with Nike. Um, especially when I'm near a big foot, like me at 13, uh, I got to go to a 14 M, especially in golf, man, they are comfy. What about the I, traction? Uh, a little bit slippery, but a little bit, um, dry out and they were perfect. So <clears throat> I feel good. It had rained earlier in the day. So it was just a little bit of that, that dewiness, you know, yep, yep. um, still lingering even at night. And, yeah, I thought they were great. And nice part, uh, I deal with a little bit of plantar fasciitis. So I have my own inserts for just my golf shoes. I have two sets of inserts because I'm an old man. Uh, one for my regular <laughs> shoes and one for my golf shoes. And um, <laughs> and they fit, like inserts fit perfectly. No problems walking today because of the inserts. So I'm feeling good, man. Yeah, walked 18, feels great. A little bit of a body ache, but just got to stretch it out. And uh get back into it and then i'm playing 18 on sunday at one of the nicer courses nice nicholas design sorry saturday jack nicholas design here in the syracuse area which is i got always gives me fits but i'm excited about it get back at it i got the next three weekends i actually have lined up so in the final the final weekend i'm actually going to sand valley so i'm playing playing 18 when we get there and then 36 the next day um so it's gonna be an awesome time. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go live when I'm there. Should I go live when I'm? I think when you I'm should go live. I'll jump maybe on that with you. All right. Maybe when we're playing the par three course or something. I'll, what day is that? What day you're going? The well, I'm leaving. The I'll be there um, May second and third. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's a Sunday, Monday. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. Um, we're getting close to that qualifier of mine, and I'm getting more and more uh, nervous, nervous that I have not done enough you know i made this whole schedule <laughs> obviously some stuff in life has changed um i'm not gonna some people know and i'm not gonna let the followers know but um 
it's hindered the golf practice schedule. So, um, I think just another, just a recommitment back to it for the last month, even if it's just down in the lab on the putting mat and just getting that stroke fixed, like that will be huge, you know, and just working on back and the Peloton stretching, all of that stuff will be awesome. So that's my goal next month, one month at a time, just getting back into it um, and playing as much golf and practicing where I can. So I did make, couple bombs to end the round with my putter shocking it comes at the end of the round right and but hey one was to save one was to save um par and i don't know another one to save to save par on a par five maybe or something like that yeah so two both par fives to end it 16 and 18 uh saved par on it with a like bomb one was like a 65 footer so yeah straight uphill dead nuts it was great um but those ones like bring you back right like i was so ready to to just get back out there this morning i was like oh i'm itching so always always at the end i realized that i i get nervous over like three foot putts now for no reason because i'm too in my head about it <laughs> like and so my goal is to work in the lab as i'm calling my putting mat downstairs um on the small hole and then just the stroke and like the takeaway everything and just being slow methodical with it not trying to hit a number of putts made just working on that so that muscle memory rocking the shoulders all of that stuff is built in and then Mm -hmm. when i get to the course putting off feel and just my feelings like i've got great hands i've got great touch around the the greens and that's what i did yesterday on Monday. And that's when I made like some putts. And when I was trying to be like too like stiff and rigid and think about my process and I missed putts. So that's my goal. Be more feel on the golf course with my putting. Cause I think it will help me. Just you close know? your eyes on the two or three footers. Seriously. Seriously. You know, something. So, because when I end up inevitably dicking around and then like put one between my legs it goes in you know oh, or backhanded or anything like that so it just feels like you know you can make it but when you think about it too much you're just mental just mental screwed. mental mental yeah so i'm excited to get it back out week month left let's get back into it let's see what happens what's the so, date of it may 27th so we will be recording around then for Probably our um, PGA preview episode. And actually, it will probably be after the PGA. So um, we might have to do a whole segment on on where my mindset is right before I go out there. (laughs) So... I'm sure I'll be a basket case like I always I'm, am. I'm, I'm going to be, I'll be your mental coach too. I need one. I need one. <laughs> I'm a giant head case when it comes to these things. So it'll be good. Any followers, <laughs> any listeners, you got any tips for me? Just slide into my DMs and hit me up. I'm, I mean, don't confuse me. Like, don't confuse me on swing thoughts, but like, give me some like mental tips. <laughs> Just don't confuse our listeners on how I mean, how they're sliding into your DMs either. <laughs> oh man! So, <laughs> oh. all right. On that note, let's get into today's episode. We're talking about the Tiger Effect. So, the Tiger Effect is huge, right? Like, we love Tiger Woods. <clears throat> We've talked about it many times on it. But it's a well-known fact that a ton of today's athletes and whatnot look up to Tiger Woods for what he did for the game of golf. Um, And there's a couple of, like, huge things that he did for the game of golf that directly relate to, A, us, and B, the rest of the golf world. So we'll get into all of that. Um, We'll get into some stories, some stats. Most of you guys all know the stats, but we'll go over them. Um, and just kind of like what he meant to a bunch of people. Um, one of the cool things and that lines up with this discussion 
is on today's today Tuesday when we're recording this. The PGA Tour announced um, pretty much like an influencer bonus, we'll call it. Um, I believe twenty million or forty million. Forty. Forty. Forty million. Um, two players such as Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Rory that like move the needle for golf. Um, and I think Brooks is Brooks Kepka's quoted saying. First off, it should just go to Tiger always because that he's the one that moves the needle when he's playing yep. and all that stuff. Um, and that right there is what we're talking about. That's the Tiger effect, right? Like that yep. is what we're doing, what we're seeing. Um, the dude could be in 35th place and out on, you know, Saturday morning as the first, like, or, you know, fifth group off. Yep. He's going to have the whole entire crowd watching him. And then the leaders go off at two and they've got like maybe a fifth of that or <laughs> an eighth of it, you know? So isn't it crazy that it's still that way? It, it's really crazy. I, I think they, I watched a little documentary on it um, in preparation, just doing my homework for this episode. And he finished, at the Honda a couple of years ago, he finished um, 20th or something like that, you know, something not mm-hmm. great. And he was the headline over the eventual like winner at the time, like JT or whatever, you know, and whoever it was, you're like, the guy finishing 20th is the headline more than the winner. Like, that's it, nuts, you, know, you know, it'd be one thing if he was in his prime and this happened, but he's been... I mean, let's face it, he's been down for the last however many years, and the dude finishes 20th, and that's all they want to talk about. Well, some of the cool things um, that he has done, which is the Tiger effect, is he broke barriers, right? There's there's a lot of that racial equality, all that on the tour that still isn't there, needs to be more, but he did it. He walked in the footsteps of Charlie Sifford and Lee Elder to, um, to get on tour as a black man and, and, and break barriers. And and that's awesome. And you see the likes of, um, you know, of people, Harold Varner, the third coming through and, and, you know, moving the needle now. I mean, HV three is awesome. Like it's so cool to see him coming up and there needs to be more of it. Um, I'm just waiting for Cameron champ to break through. It's going to happen. Cam. I mean, even people like Tony, all that stuff, like there's greatness out there. Um, Even another podcast, no laying up has a great like rapport with the Florida Atlantic or Florida A&M like golf team. And that's an all black HBCU team. And they just won their conference championship like in golf. And so they, that means they're going to the NCAAs like golf that's club. awesome, you know? So there's, there's stuff like that that needs to be out there more, but it wouldn't be anywhere without tiger. Um, you know, he made people fans of the games. Um, golf was just more of a stuffy sport for the longest time. And he made it cool and hip and new, um, and then he created a ton of players, right? He's hmm. pretty much attributed to JT's, Jordan's, Jordan's, um, Ricky's, like, of the world, Cam Champ, Tony Pena, like, all those people um, and everything. So that's cool. And then he brought the purses into golf. And oh, Phil, did he ever. And Phil Mickelson oh. has talked about this, that the greatest thing that, ever happened to his career was tiger woods because he brought money into the sport so yep lots of money really cool to see how that has all transcended over i mean 30 years now right am i wrong yeah i'm wrong no uh 25 25 25 god where did Uh, that time go oh my god (laughs) Uh. yeah so i mean i was old enough to remember 97 masters i was 10 ish maybe maybe nine and i remember just how big that baggy red you know jumper is a 
Um, I'll mention the Brits on here with his jumper. Um, but like, you know, this, that fist pump to the sky on 18 and all that, like uh, the masters, uh, it was awesome to see. So there's a lot of, a lot of cool things that he's done that like resonate with me. Um, I think there was a lot more back in the day when he was just winning event after event that like formative formative (laughs) years for me formative years as a teenager as a as a you know young adult playing sports all that stuff like you just see this person start to take over you how do you not resonate with that how do you not like fall in love with the idea of someone being like that good you know Mm -hmm. and at that time I wouldn't say he doesn't have a personality. Tiger has a personality, but at that time, he showed a lot more of his personality. The Frank commercials, the uh, cardboard, like how I play golf commercials, his, his how I play golf book, you know, like there was a ton more personality that he showed when he was younger, even though he was like the Terminator on the golf course, laser focused and don't talk to me. Outside, there's a little more, more brand stuff that he did, which was cool. Going like a demolition man or Dennis Robin dyeing his hair blonde at the yeah. Stanford football game. <laughs> yeah. Like all that stuff. Um, even down to his, like his video game stuff. Um, oh. Oh. The one where he used to use the one he walked on water, yep. like and hit off the lily pad. Um, the Arnold Palmer commercial with him and Arnold fighting off people there were so many things i mean even to no cup is safe with rory is probably one of the better commercials out there i agree you know i agree so he was around he was he was he was the man oh and then gatorade put it gave him his own gatorade gatorade tiger which we have talked about on this show before and you're a if big any, fan. If any followers somehow still have a case and somehow it's like not gone bad, which I don't know if Gatorade goes bad, hit me up because <laughs> that stuff was legendary. That uh, I can just see it now. Picture this with me. I'm, I'm back. Okay. I'm back home in Augusta, Maine, not Augusta, Georgia, Augusta, Maine. That's where I'm from. And my parents have a garage. They had this old, um, cooler that went in a car so it was either like a it was like a cigarette lighter or like cooler which was like a big thing back not back then but like you don't see that very often but my grandparents traveled around like the country so they had this extra cooler <clears throat> and it stayed in our garage and that's where i stored all my gatorade tiger was in that cooler next to my golf bag so then i would just grab one go out <laughs> into the backyard which we had like a like a half acre in city or in town. Yeah. Augusta, Maine is not a city (laughs) Um, in town, which is pretty decent sized lot. And I would just go out and hit like 80 yard chip shots like all day or 50. And I would put out a, we had like a badminton net and I would do flop shots over it, you know, and I would just, just practice my short game and just be outside and, and play. All because of tiger. Yeah. Just because Literally, what else am I gonna do? Right, exactly. So, um, that's a walk back memory lane right there, you know. (laughs) So, oh man, yeah, you you going back that far? I actually got to go to his second tournament ever. So everybody remembers the Hello World, the hole in one in Milwaukee. That was his first. Well, his second was in the Quad Cities, and uh, me and my brother and a buddy of ours, we went down there and I had been to a couple other tournaments before of golf, you know, not tiger, but I mean, you, there was free roaming anywhere you wanted to go. You could watch whoever you wanted to watch and not touch a shoulder with anybody else. And I'll never forget (laughs) getting to that first tee when probably 10 minutes before he's ready to tee off. And I was like, we can't even see him. Like this is insane. And that's the first time I realized, you know, when you go see tiger, you're 
definitely two, most likely three holes ahead in order to get a good seat for when he comes and then, you know, shuffle to the next three and then the next three. And, but, uh, the thing I noticed, there's two things. When we finally got close to him up by putting greens, um, just his concentration was just something, his eyes, there was something about this kid who was only a couple years older than me and just there was nothing else in the world going on at that time. It was, he was there to destroy whoever was in front of him. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, he was actually leading, uh, after the day we went and on 18, I think it was 18. He, he bogeyed 18. And we're all, we're all young kids, right? High school kids. And we're thinking, oh, we're going to get his autograph after the round. This is going to be great. He left that 18th green. He didn't look at anyone. He didn't touch anyone. It was straight into the clubhouse, just livid. <laughs> and right then I knew this, this guy, there's only one reason he's out here. And that's to basically kill everyone yeah. out here. And I don't know. It's just from then on, I, yeah. He's the man. 683 weeks ranked number one. That's you can don't you don't even have to read any more stats. That's that, <laughs> that that's insane. Oh, I just that that if that ever gets beat, oh my god. But keep going. Let's hear some more. 82 victories. We all know that one. Um, which it's 82. It's a, it's like 108 total victories. It's 82 PGA, 12 international, and 14 um, additional like kind of things. Some like regular um, other stuff. Uh, 18 WGCs, World Golf Classics. Most Stupid. of them coming at Firestone. <laughs> yes. Um, 34 miscuts. <laughs> put, put that in perspective. <laughs> to uh jordan spieth or justin thomas they have like i think it's maybe at the time that i looked at the app was like 26 and 27 each yes. and and they look they how just good started they are. their career right yeah exactly <laughs> oh that's um, oh man 120 million made on the tour that's the money that he's brought in like that's phenomenal um one of his coolest stats which i just think he always won it's a two-parter so in jack's last major anytime he played jack's la jack played his last major he won the he won the major isn't that is insane crazy <laughs> just like hey i want to beat jack so on jack's last time i'm gonna put it to him which is just nuts, just nuts. <laughs> and then he won his hundredth start his 200th start and his 300th start and he only and he's at 382 or something like that so he might win his 400th start too so yeah that was the 2000 wgc the 2006 farmers and the 2013 players good god that's that's just weird and crazy and And awesome just and i know you know you this can work for a lot of people, but all those stats you just read off and how amazing they are. Just think if certain things wouldn't have happened to him, what he would, what those numbers would be now. Just yeah. <laughs> God. so not only that. Okay. So we have 144 events straight without a miscut. So that's what, um, three years. No, that's more than three years. Oh, it's more like, than, oh yeah. 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 Because he only plays like five yeah. and just. Um, he has 41 Euro tour events, which would include um, wins. So he, which would include like the open championship and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but has never played a full-time schedule there. And that would put him like third on the list or something like that of like all-time wins. <laughs> um <laughs> And then one of my favorite putts, which are just or putts, I just gave it away, but uh, facts is from 2002 to 2005, he had 
1,540 putts from three foot from three feet and in. He only missed three of those. <laughs> hey, let me say that something? again. Let me say that again. He had 1,540 putts from three feet and in from 2002 to 2005. He only missed three of them. So uh, any of you listeners who started and are still listening to the podcast today, <laughs> Mr. Gumby here is looking for advice on two to three footers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does, does anybody know Tiger Woods that could get Gumby some help? <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, that's just, that's just crazy. Like to me, that's, and that just shows you the focus and all of that stuff. So yeah, those are the, those are some of the fun stats um that i found today that i don't think many people know I mean, everyone knows 82 whatever um knows the other stuff but that's a mm. um, kind of my favorite part and then we will talk about a little bit of a negative um in the november masters last year 2020 masters yep tiger made it 10 on 12 highest recorded uh number he has made on tour anything like that Nick, do you want, do you remember what happened after his 10? Oh, uh, he went, did he, let's see. So it been 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, six holes after that. Did he, did he go five under? He went so five that, under after the that. Yeah. He birdied, <laughs> he birdied 13, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> I mean, oh God. Uh, unbelievable the dude was nine the dude was nine over and he finished at four over i mean just that alone say probably just earned him you know (laughs) fifty thousand dollars something like that because let me tell you something if if i do that on a par three (laughs) my next six holes are going to be plus one plus three plus seven plus (laughs) it's just going to keep going up (laughs) the fight the fight back was crazy and i just thought that was like we can't i mean obviously we know that tigers had other issues and there's a lot of stuff out there that his upbringing and everything shows just how much pressure stress he had on him and all that stuff and I don't know, any celebrity that has to go through what he has gone through, what they have to go through, what celebrities have to go through with paparazzi and all that stuff. Like, like there's always going to be, nobody's perfect, right? Or as someone once said, nobody's perfect or whatever. So, I mean, that's as much as we paint him in this holier than now, like light because of what he does on the golf course. It's just not, what it is but the redemption of him and getting to see him embrace sam and charlie on 18 at augusta in 2019 is more than you'll ever need to know about him as a father and all that which is Mm -hmm. what his life is right now and that's okay and that's good so we were spoiled we got to see the good parts yeah, and I think we still get to see some good parts. I think obviously, yeah, there'll be more coming. I think obviously, right now, um, there's some like tough times, but I did want to bring up one thing, and this is a hard <laughs> one, but I think it's we're talking about the Tiger effect. I think this is a good discussion. But what happens if he doesn't come back? How do you feel, and what, and where does the golf world go? I think this is easy. Just just on my personal level, mm-hmm. this is, this is extremely easy for me. It's not, it's not going to bother me in a sense that what he did at the masters in 2019, it, I get, I think if, if that wouldn't have happened and we had all the what ifs and the what ifs and the what ifs, and then just poof, he was gone, then I'd be hurt. But what he did at the 2019 Masters against all these young studs that wanted a piece of him, and he went out there and whooped their ass. I said it. I'm sorry. He did. 
that was the icing on the cake. I, it's, I can't think of another yeah. way to put it, but it, it's just what solidified like, hey, when this guy's healthy, he's still the best golfer on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, I um, actually watched – I love watching that final round over again. I, on, I still like, have on it on DVR. You know, and everything. And so um, he was down two going into that final round. He's never come back to win a major. They won a major. Um, Brooks and DJ both had putts on 18 for birdie to put pressure on him. They didn't, you know. Yep. Um well, after, yeah. after the round, all the players, all the former players, all the former winners there, meeting him, greeting him, all that. Yep. Sign, <clears throat> sign of respect. All of that stuff. And here's the other thing. It, it is granted, it is the Masters. It's it's number twelve. But you can't tell me that all those guys who hit it in the water. Oh, it was a gust. It was a dude. You see his name charging. That's a big cat lurking that did that to you. And two of those. Well, let's see. Well, Finau and Malinari were in his group. And then who is, I can't remember Brooks who and, was in Brooks and Poulter were ahead of him. Ahead of him. So and he was standing, he's standing on 11 as Brooks and Poulter are hitting. Exactly. It's there. They, they knew. Oh. Because the biggest thing, too, is Molinari the day before stuck one on 12 to an inch, like literally an inch. So you can't tell me that he didn't know how to play that hole, like what he had to do. I mean, yes, it's a Sunday pin, so it's on the right side instead of the left side. But, like, still put it to the middle of the green and then. Because that's what Tiger did. Dead center of the green. Some BDE energy lay it right out there on the table is him – standing on the green as as Finau and Molinari have to hit their chip shots. That was price. <laughs> I love that. That photo is like like crazy. Oh. It's so good. So um for my answer to the question, I play a lot more golf if he doesn't come back, to be quite honest. Um and I think we get spoiled with some great golf courses around the world, you know, like that's not going to stop. He'll still be putting like awesome golf courses out there. And he'll be like a Jack or Arnold where they just pump. He's just going to pump these courses out there and they're going to be so fun and cool to play because he just thinks so differently. Please make more public ones. Exactly. Um, And I think that's what he would want to do because I think, with his foundation and all that, he wants to provide access to people to play, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was a great question, by the way. I like that question. It's a it's a hard question, right? Like you don't want to ever think of a world where Tiger Woods isn't in it golfing. Correct, correct. But you have to think there's a. It's a reality that eventually one day. It, it won't be there, you know, like yep. just as he gets older and everything like that, um, especially for like our generation of just always watching him, you know, um, every Sunday so, afternoon. So you kind of like wean out of it. Like, I mean, I've spent countless hours with PGA tour live up because he's always a featured group and everything. And again, tiger effect, right? So yep. He's got his, he's had two different trackers on Twitter and whatever. Like, I mean, Tiger Tracker, may you rest in peace from Golf Channel, but TW <laughs> Spot, shout out, man. You do a great job. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where they, um, people just follow religiously, which is great. I just think that reality will come, unfortunately, eventually. And I don't mm-hmm. know if the tour, We'll be ready for it. I don't know if there's someone that moves it um, quite as he does. I would love to see somebody come up that way. I would love to see Rory, you know, take charge and like just go on a run again. But I don't think it is so hard to win on the PGA Tour now because of him, because of Tiger, because he's the one that made all these young kids. Colin Morikawa, Xander, they're not – they 
play for the brand that we don't speak of, but like <laughs> they're big fans, you know, they're, they just look up to him so much and you can see it in their eyes. Like you can see Xander standing <clears throat> there after the masters in 19, like congratulating him. And he's just like looking up with like big doe eyes, like, Holy cow, tiger just won the masters, well, you know? I mean, just go back to uh, the PGA when Brooks won in St. Louis and Jenna, as he's walking by, she's, she's just staring at Tiger yeah. the whole time. <laughs> it's a, uh, there, there, it will be a sad day in golf, but it will also be a, a great day because of what he has meant to golf for so long. Um, golf gave like Tiger gave me a ton of confidence in doing something, which is like golf. You know, like um, I got into golf very late in life, in a sense, or I played it, played a little bit, dabbled college, high school, whatever, nothing crazy nothing to the level I am now. Um, but it gave me a way to like work out, exercise, be active, extend my life because this game is a lifelong game. Um, has given me an opportunity to meet a ton of people um, and all that. And, oh, getaway. For me, um like when I picked up golf, my job was very stressful. I worked a ton of hours at the carrier dome up here mm-hmm. and life started getting very like hard because there's a lot of changeovers, manual labor, stuff like that. Um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. So golf was always my sanctuary. When I was in college, that it used to be the dome because I would leave schoolwork and I'd go to a game and go crazy and be the number one fan and all that (laughs) stuff. But when it changed and I was working there, um, then golf became my sanctuary and through my adult life now, um, golf still is like anytime I'm stressed, anytime I'm anxious, like golf helps me center and, I don't think I'd be there. I wouldn't feel the same way if Tiger hadn't come along and made it fun and exciting and new to try. And so me personally, I'm appreciative of that, you know? Yep. Same here. Same here. You know, I golfed, but it's, it's, it's when Tiger got big is when I, you know, it was, trying to emulate his swing. It was getting the shirts, getting the shoes. It's once you start, when you, once you get to that point, you're, you're hooked. You're, you know, it was the same. It was the same way with Jordan. Like once, once that happened, basketball was like, I I'm going to try this move. I'm going to try that move. Well, with Tiger, it's, I'm going to try this shot, that shot. And I got to get the fist pump just right. And I got to start juggling the balls on the pitching wedge and then hitting the pin. It's, it's, yeah. I still just, can't do that, by the way. Oh, oh I can, I can juggle. I can't, can't juggle and, and then hit it. Yeah. I got to work <laughs> on that. But also, I don't do it too much because I don't, I, when I'm at the driving range, I'm normally down like three balls and then I like miss, miss, miss. I'm <laughs> like, darn, darn it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I do have to get that uh, that hand-eye coordination up a little bit. Got to be able to <laughs> juggle it and hit it, and and try and juggle between the legs. So <clears throat> maybe that's what I'm gonna start doing now when I'm just stuck home all the time. So it's good yeah. hand-eye coordination. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> there's a story of him getting ready for Augusta at Stanford um, beforehand. And I think it's Noda and obviously Noda is such a big part of like his life and all that stuff. Uh, Noda Begay from the golf channel. And they talked about that he was practicing on the gym floor at Stanford basketball arena um, to get used to the speed of Augustus greens, which is insane. That's just incredible. Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) So um, my one story when I got to see him, excuse me, live is 2013 PGA Championship here at um, Oak Hill in um, uh, Rochester, New York. Got free tickets, got to go out there. Um, got out there early, knew his tea time. I mean, I, I'm obviously 
I'm going to prepare for if I can see Tiger Woods, you know? Mm -hmm. So I got there early. I'm with my ex now and we, I'm just standing there and she's like, what are we waiting for? And I was like, you'll see. And she doesn't want to wait. Obviously we probably waited for an hour at this putting green, but I had the perfect position. I'm right by the water coolers. Like, and then all of a sudden Joey comes out and then Joey gets a couple of waters, throws them in the bag. And then Tiger was wearing that white. I had the blue one of this and it was such like a weird material, but he was wearing that white shirt with the stripes on the sleeves down yep. with a stripe down the back and then the fade from black to white up with yep. black pants. Yep. And I had it in blue. I think there was a green version, red version, all of that. And it was just like a weird shirt. Like the material was like kind of almost silky and whatnot. And I think the back was all perforated with like little holes in it. Yep. You know? So so he's wearing that. <laughs> and actually one of the guys, local guys, Syracuse guy here, um, Damian Rhodes played at Syracuse. Um, and then I knew him from working at the dome and all that stuff. Like he was dressed just like Tiger, <laughs> like oh. black shirt, black pants, the same shirt, <laughs> like that's awesome. And, fat, and just walking around. And I'm like, that's Not so creepy. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like he wasn't like the only one, you know, so we're there early. <laughs> See him. We saw him tee off on one and then I'm like, okay, let's go. And like, you just start going to four, you know? Yep. And then we went to seven and like, you didn't get to see much of the, you got to see a little bit of the course, but you were yep. like not as much as you necessarily wanted <clears throat> because you were trying to just follow him. Um, I think I let him go on like the back nine um, and I didn't follow him too much out there. So then we spent the rest of the day around the front nine and then we went to the back nine and end up coming back um, just as he was finishing 18. We saw him finish on 18. And he was out of the tournament. He was out early, <clears throat> all that stuff. But it's just cool to watch. I watched him tee off on seven, like down the hill with, a, I'm pretty sure, like a covert um, would have been around that time, like five wood or something. And the sound I may have talked about this on the podcast already, but the sound that that made and those the trajectory that I like viewed it from was different, so cool and so different. And ended yep. up going back to Oak Hill um, two years ago for the senior PGA and getting <clears> to walk around that again and getting to see those same spots that I saw him play at and then see how like others played at. I mean, I got I got yelled at by Colin Montgomery there. Yeah, I was trying to move out of his way, and then he was like, "Can you just stop?" And I was like, "Just froze." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." I was trying to get out of your way, but I guess it doesn't matter. Like, you just they see people all the time, <laughs> so I thought I had to get out of the way, but they just they just want people to not move, you know. So it's like, okay, Colin, that's awesome. You dick. I got, um, I got a couple. Yeah. I got a, I got one. Well, I got a couple, but um. This would have been, man, 06, 07-ish, maybe. Uh, the BMW, I think it was the BMW. It was either that or it was still called the Western Open. I can't remember when that switched, but it was at Cog Hill here in Chicago. And there was a group of us that went. And my buddy, he's going to shoot me for this. <laughs> His ex-girlfriend at the time, she had this really young sounding voice like it was very distinctive okay. and there's two parts to the story but we're walking down the fairway and he had just teed off and we're walking like side by side but he's in the middle of the fairway obviously we're in the rough and she yells out just out of nowhere she didn't tell any of us she was going to do it she just goes nice shot tiger and it sounds like a five-year-old girl saying it and he looks at her and says thank you with a nod and we were all just like what <laughs> did you what did that just happen? Did so, he uh, just respond? He did. I was like, this is, that never happens. Like, holy crap. Cause I'm sure he probably thought it was a kid. But um, so that was like hole three. And I remember we watched it on three and we came up to the green on four. 
And if, if we're talking Tiger effect, here is Bo Jackson watching Tiger, you know, in the ropes, just, just like us, walking side by side with us. And I remember Tiger's approach shot. Um, Bo looked at the guy he was with, who I didn't know who he was. And just how in awe Bo Jackson was of something Tiger's doing. Like, we're talking Bo Jackson. Maybe, yeah. maybe the single greatest all-around athlete ever. Bo knows. Just in, just in awe of, of Tiger Woods. Yeah. And, it, you know, we're sitting there, you know, as, I don't know, mid-20-year-old kids. We're standing next to Bo Jackson watching Tiger Woods. Like, uh, I, those guys leave a different life. Yeah. Oh, the Tiger effect. I mean. I know. <clears throat> yep. This is this was a fun one to record. It's fun to reminisce on on Tiger. Um, I got before we leave. I got yeah, one yeah. quote. I got one quote, and this is from Arnold Palmer. And obviously, Arnold played with Jack. You know, tons of yeah. battles. This is his quote: "We can argue about major championships and whether Tiger will ever surpass Jack's eighteen majors, but we can't. But what can't be argued is this." Tiger Woods is the most dominant, most skilled player we've ever seen. I don't, awesome. I don't, I don't, there's nothing else you can say. I mean, that's coming from Arnold Palmer of all people. The King. Yeah. I mean, and he's the one that, that started a revolution in golf. You know what yep. I mean? Like the original almost res- revolution of marketing and all that yep. stuff. And wow, that's awesome. So yeah, man, Tiger. Tiger, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed. It's uh, all about you. We we obviously appreciate you so much. And, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, if you've got any thoughts on Tiger, you got any stories, hit us up on Instagram, at the Swoosh Life Podcast. Um, we'll put them out there. We'll tag you. We'll get them out there. But uh, Tiger, Frank, the whole team, Joey, Charlie, Sam, Erica, the kids, and um, obviously Rob, um, all those people. His whole his whole squad is runs deep, you know. Um, one day we'll get down to the woods. Maybe we'll do a live podcast at the woods down in oh. Jupiter one time. That'd be pretty sick, um, you know, in the future. But to or, do that. Or what if we have our own little uh, play day in his backyard? Yeah, there you go. He's redoing it. He's redoing that. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is that all for Charlie? You know, this. so this goes back to what if Tiger never comes back. There's speculation that he's just getting rid of it, possibly, or he's making it so that he can come back and for Charlie or anything like that. I don't know. It's hard to say. Also, slightly invasion of privacy that someone's taking pictures of in someone's backyard. Uh, but <laughs> here's hoping we see him back out there and all that stuff. And like I said, maybe we'll do a live one in Jupiter sometime in the future. We'll go to the woods, try the menu, talk about it, all that stuff. It's we'll be good, by the way. Follow up to the to the Tiger effect. Uh, but to do that. <laughs> We need you to become a supporter of the podcast. You like what I did there? Um, so if you do want to become a supporter of the Cup podcast, uh, make a donation to us monthly or anything like that. Be much appreciated to bring you awesome, cool things. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash the swoosh life forward slash support uh, to become a supporter today. Um, <clears throat> we've had a couple people reach out. They want to support, which is awesome. Um, also talked about making it. It's pretty much like a Patreon, if anyone knows what a Patreon is. Um, so you can support us and we'll do some cool little things for our supporters here along the way. We're going to get this event up and running next year, I swear. Um, and we've got some big things lined up. And I say that probably every episode. But Nick and I are actually getting our act together. We've been recording these late night Tuesday ones. They are rough on me from the East Coast time. And uh, so we're going to hit some some ones coming up. Um, we'll tell you that we've got some Nike 101, a.k.a. the history of Nike. But we're, gonna, we're doing our research to make sure we get all that right for you guys. And that will obviously cover everything from the beginnings, Blue Ribbon Sports, to Nike Golf and where we stand and all that stuff. 
Um, and then some sneakerhead 101 as well, as we both kind of dive back into the sneakerhead world um, and all the changes. Obviously, Nike's got some big um, issues, sort of, call them on our, their hand with the sneakers app and all that stuff. And so how sneakerheads kind of control that market. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then we've got a couple of guests lined up. And if we can get the guests that we want to get lined up here, man, you guys are going to be blown away. Um, one is actually Nick's background right now, which you guys can't see, but that's a little tease. And uh, one, um, Nick. Let's not tell this person that my back. <laughs> and, and, then, um, and then one is, uh, you know, pretty cool, does some pretty cool stuff um, for tour players. So we'll just leave it at that, see what happens. But thank you all for listening. Episode 13. I got to remember which episodes. We're getting up there now. So I got to remember. Which That's a good great. thing. Yeah. So we appreciate y'all. Keep listening. Keep um, subscribing and keep following us and get your friends to follow us on Instagram at the Swoosh Life Podcast and uh, let us know what you think of the show. We'll have a question and answer episode coming up soon as well. So that'll be all for you guys the listener episode as we'll call it so uh until next time i've been gumby that's been nick this has been the swoosh life podcast and we'll see you in the next one bye thanks for listening to today's episode make sure to go follow us at swoosh life podcast on instagram to keep up with everything with the podcast such as giveaways special guests and more and follow our personal accounts at nspears23 and at Gumby underscore Qs to keep the conversation going. If you have any questions or business inquiries, please email us at theswooshlifepodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if feeling generous, leave us a review. Thanks for all your support, and we will see you in the next episode. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah, that's what we like, yeah.